0: Voice types, voice types, voice types. What is my voice type, Ivan? Am I bass? Am I baritone? So, in today's episode, I want to quickly share three reasons why I rarely even mention this idea of voice classifications in my sessions. And so, if this is something you're curious about, something you want to learn more about, check out this episode. Yeah. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Singing Simply Show. My name is Ivan and we are on a journey together in this show to demystify learning to sing, especially when you're first starting off, right? It can be quite complex, it can be quite confusing. And I wanna break it down in a way that's very simple to understand for you. And if this is the first time checking out this show, welcome, welcome, welcome to the team. And if you're returning, welcome as well. And so today's topic actually came, well, actually got inspired by a question on my social media. And, you know, I often get questions on social media, you know, people just DMing me on Instagram or people DMing on like, you know, my other social media platforms. Hey, Ivan, you know, what is my voice type? Right. And they might send me a clip and they might be like, am I a bass? Am I baritone? Well, what is my voice type? Or maybe I have some piece singers reaching out for help, right? Reaching out for lessons. And they would come in and they would say this, I am a bass, but I can't hit this, or I'm a soprano and I can't hit my low notes. And you know, it's it's always really, really interesting getting those questions because I rarely even talk about voice classifications with my paid clients. And so for today, I actually really wanted to share three very simple reasons why I don't spend so much time on it. I really don't spend so much time on voice classifications at all. So let's let's quickly run through them. So number one, One of the biggest reasons why I don't talk about voice classifications much in general is this question, how does it actually serve you, right? How does it actually help you? Which means, you know, if I told you you were a bass, if I told you a baritone, if I told you a soprano, what would you actually do with that information? And I think there are some definitely some uses for it. What I find is that for a lot of people starting off, a lot of people, you know, first working on their voice or even some intermediates. Often when we get that information, that piece of information, we end up using it as a label or it often ends up limiting us because we end up, you know, bottling our voice into this one very specific label. And we look at our voice as this one specific thing, right? When in fact the voice isn't the, the voice has so much options it has so many colors it has so many so many rooms to explore and when you start to just label your voice as one thing it becomes very very restrictive and i find that for a lot of people it often restricts their potential because what they what it might mean sometimes because often what happens is say if a singer is like oh i'm a bass now i'm a bass that means i can never go you know pass an e4 right when that's not the case When that's not the case at all Right? Or when I'm a baritone, oh my gosh, I can't I can't hit any high notes, right? All those tenor songs or those really high songs, I can't sing them. And, and so what happens is when you start to use this information or when you get so absorbed or when you're so focused on what is your voice up, what is your voice up, you end up getting stuck. you end up getting stuck and you end up digging yourself a hole. And often what happens here is, you know, singers who are so focused on voice types, voice classifications, what am I, what am I, what am I, what often happens is you start to focus on what your voice can't do. You can't do this, You can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, right? Very focused on your limitations rather than focusing on your potential, things that you could do right? And prom- I promise you, right? When you train your voice, when you surround yourself with people who are really, really cool and you surround yourself with a teacher who's going to guide you there, your voice is capable of much more than you think. For example, when I when I first started singing, I could even get past a C4. Couldn't get past the c C4 and, you know, if even if you just scroll through some of my social media posts, right? I, I can go way past the C4 now. Often I go to notes like the C5, right? I don't always go there, but I can. Right? This is why it's really, really important because if I had bought into that label of I'm a bass or baritone, because I have been called that before, Right. when I first started singing, I was called a baritone. i uh, sorry, I was called a bass. I was called a bass. I was always singing bass, singing bass. And yes, I have a rich, low voice, right? But I'm not just a bass. There's other parts of my voice that I could explore as well. And so if there's one thing that I would love for you to take away, it is don't bottle yourself into one thing. Your voice has so many options It has so many choices. Stop trying to force yourself into one specific label because your voice is more than that. You're more than that. This is reason number one, right? What would you actually do with this information? How would that actually serve you? Because often I find for a lot of beginners, a lot of intermediate, it doesn't. It doesn't serve you. And this is why I don't really talk about voice types so much. Now, the second reason is even if we got you a label, even if we got you a label, Maybe you're a bass baritone, maybe you're a soprano, you maybe you're a alto. The, the crazy part is, everyone defines it differently, and I know this from experience because I've worked with a few teachers. Right, I've had some really really good ones and some not so good ones. And early earlier in my singing career, I was kind of working, you know, with some teachers who, you know, they weren't that good. They weren't as good because, you know, they're you know a bit on the cheaper side, that kind of thing. You, you know where where, it, where it's at, and I was obsessed similar to some of you out here I was obsessed with what my voice type was what is my voice type what is my voice type and you know what I found every teacher gave me a different answer some teachers were like oh wow you're, you're a bass you've got such a low rich rich part of your range then I had people who tell me oh you're a baritone and then I had you know, some teachers like oh you're just a tenor in disguise you just got to work on your upper range And once again, it it didn't serve me. Why am I sharing this story? The the reason why I'm sharing is, you know, even the professionals themselves, even the people who have got some experience under their belt, there isn't this objective lens. There isn't this like, you are a tenor, you are a bass, if you do this, you're a baritone, if you do this. I think there are common areas. There are things you can notice, right? But even the professionals, right? Even us as professionals, we don't have, you know, a, a specific definition all the time. And even for us as professionals, right, our definitions do vary. Our definitions do vary. And so what this means is if you try to chase, you know, what your teacher says or like, you know, what what someone else says your voice type is, you might be chasing a never ending question. And so this is reason number two, right? Everyone labels things differently. Every teacher labels voice types differently. And so if you just go by one teacher's standard, it's not gonna serve you. It's really not gonna serve you, right? And last but not least, reason number three, reason number three, the reason why I don't really explain or don't share much about voice types is because we often end up breaking them anyway. We often end up breaking those limitations or breaking those labels anyway, right? You you hear countless stories of where, you know, especially in the classical world, you know, baritones training and then they transition into becoming a tenor. And this often happens when they just train their voice a bit more, right? They access a the higher note, they start to develop their range, they start to be able to go throughout the range much, much better. And reason number three, the final reason is we often end up breaking those rules anyway. You know, even after you've asked for a voice classification, even after you've got an accurate one, your voice has so much potential and you you often end up breaking it anyway. Right? maybe you you start getting comfortable at different parts of your range maybe your tone changes maybe you learn to place your sound slightly differently maybe you start to access your high notes all of this when you do it through training when you do it through guidance you start to break these barriers right if anything look at some of the you know the vocal freaks <laughs> like you know people who like have got, like five octave ranges or you know people who can switch between female and like male sounds how, how would you classify them they've broken barriers and I want to encourage you to adopt a bit of this mindset. Right? Because when you can come to your singing voice, your singing practice, and you're like, hey, you know, what can I challenge myself on next? What barriers can I break? What barriers can I break? All of a sudden, you don't fall into this trap of limiting yourself, and this is going to be really important because one of the things I believe singing does, right, is it's a great tool to show you that you're capable of so so much more. And so this is reason number three. Now, I don't want to just be beating down on voice hives and saying like they're not useful at all. I think there is a time and place. For them and where this is useful is it can serve as a quick bias right you know similar to how you know first impressions count you know when you are you know meeting someone and you can get a good feel of where they are in the first couple seconds voice types can be a bit of that as well it can allow you to quickly determine what are some of the strengths some of the weaknesses in a person's voice right? And they use this a lot in classical music when it came to organizing parts, right? When you had a lot of people and you had to quickly organize parts, right? This is a great way to filter it. So you can kind of think of voice types as just a very quick way to filter your voice. But here's the thing, chances are for most of you listening to this podcast, it's, it's not relevant. It's not really something relevant to be talking about because when do you need to be quickly filtering out your voice, right? If you're singing your own music, if you're singing covers, if you, you know, working on your voice, how does that actually even serve you? And so these are the three reasons, right? Number one, how does it actually serve you? What would you actually do with this information? Number two, realize that even the professionals, they label things differently. And so that single answer that you're trying to look for, you might not actually get. And then last but not least, we end up breaking those labels anyway. And so I want to kind of leave you with a bit of an exercise, a bit of an exercise, something for you to do which is, you know, if you've always been focused on voice types, if you've always been wondering, you know, what is my voice type and my bass and baritone, here is a little kind of thought exercise or maybe a bit of something for you to think about. How would you be working on your voice if you weren't thinking about voice types? What sort of goals would you have? What sort of music would you be doing? What sort of practice would you be putting in? When you can start to focus and come through this lens of my potential, this is how you actually get better at singing. Because chances are a lot of people listening to this podcast, including you, you're here because you want to get better at singing. You're not here because you want to sing like a bass, sing like a baritone. You're here because you want to improve your voice. And so maybe just spend 5-10 minutes, answer this question for yourself. How would you be working on your voice if you weren't thinking about voice types and i also love to hear your answers so if you would love to share or if you've got a question on today or about singing i'm going to drop my social media links below the easiest way is to dm me on instagram or you can also send me an email as well and i'd love to hear you know what what you came up with and see if there's any other questions i can answer for you so apart from that team remember you're not your limitations take care and i'll see you real soon